Welcome to Seen and Heard in Edmonton, the podcast about bloggers and podcasters in the capital city of Alberta. I'm your host, Karen Unland, and joining me today is Colin McIntyre, creator of the vital and hilarious Long John Index. Welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Excellent. This episode of Seen and Heard in Edmonton is brought to you by Songs for Terrible Children, the latest album by singer-songwriter Ben Spencer, who is back home in Edmonton after a long sojourn in Montreal. And you'll hear more about the album later in the podcast. Hi. Hello. So I always ask people to describe their thing because they describe it better than I do. So you describe, what is the Long John Index? Uh, so the best way I can describe the Long John Index is that it's a, it's a phony or slash fake weather service that puts out kind of humorous winter weather reports. Um, kind of circled around this thing called the Long John Index, which basically tells people when they should be wearing their, their long underwear or not. So where did it come from? How did you come up with it? Uh, it you know, it actually it started it started as just kind of like a uh, actually just a little bit of a joke. So about fall about 2010, I was kind of like you know Twitter was kind of coming on the scene. So um, you know my my morning routine was waking up and having my bowl of cereal and going on my computer and seeing what's going on in the world in Twitter. And uh, as it got into November and December, I just started blurting out. I just wanted to you know make fun of the weather, kind of put post something funny. So I'd say, oh. The weather in Edmonton's a long joint index of two, or it's a long joint index of three. Um, and, it, and it was just, just blurting things out. There was no rhyme or <laughs> to, reason to it. But I had people actually start tweeting at me saying, hey, what's a long joint index? What, what, what is this? Like, I had a guy from Winnipeg. He was like, hey, what it's, what, can I use this in Winnipeg? And I, and I said, I, I don't know, because it wasn't, wasn't anything. It was just me just throwing out a number. Yeah. So I sat down one night, and I thought, okay, I'm, gonna actually, I'm actually going to define it. So I'm actually going to come up with um, what is now kind of like the one to five Long John Index scale. So I defined it, and I wrote it in a blog post, and there is this uh, blog I was reading at the time called The Edmontonian, uh, which so I thought, well, I'm going to send it to The Edmontonian, and I'd met Jeff, obviously Jeff and Sally, Jeff Sampson, Sally Polson um, earlier, and I thought, I'll send it to them. Maybe he'll, he'll publish it, put it online. So, we, so they put it on, the web, on their website, put a little graphic in it, and it got like a couple comments, like nothing crazy. It was just, you know, it was just, okay, I've done this, I've put it up. But then I just kind of was, as, a, as we're kind of getting into Christmas, I thought, wouldn't it, be, wouldn't it be neat if I just, if I kept going with this concept, but instead of, of a long joint index coming from some guy named Colin, named who, what if instead of that, it actually came from a phony department of the government called the Long John <laughs> Index Service of Canada with a logo and like a Twitter account and, and a website? And so over that Christmas, over the, over the like Christmas break, put together a logo. I put together just a little, a quick little little website. The following January, so I started tweeting like a, a daily kind of long John index forecast for everywhere in Canada, and it's kind of been going ever since. So just before we go on with the long John index, I'm glad to hear you credit Jeff and Sally because I think that the Edmontonian has a little diaspora in Edmonton oh, yeah. creators. Yeah. Let's just talk a little bit about what they did yeah, for the was, blogosphere in Edmonton. I, I'm, I'm on the same way. Like it was, it was actually, it was almost like the, the godfather, godmother of all these different things. So like, I know like the Long John Index came out of that. I know Greg Beaver, he had, had a bunch of stuff, you know, his podcast and his webcomic kind of came out of that. And it kind of was like, it was almost like the first time I think anyone had actually seen anyone do something like that. And I think just because they were kind of so welcoming and kind of um, Jeff and Sally are like, hey, send us stuff. We'll put it out there. That kind of just, it was just like, it was my introduction to something like that. And I think, yeah, it just kind of spawned all these other little, like little pods sort of thing that kind of has grown and kind of grown into different things. So, yeah. So I'm sure, so I'm sure if you, if you actually like did it like a chart, you could probably trace all these different blogs and websites and stuff like that, that we have now 
probably have like like a six degrees of Kevin Bacon sort of thing back to the Edmontonian. <laughs> I so think that's a project true. if someone wants to do a, like a, a blog about that. Yes. We're assigning you somebody. Yeah. Well, Homework. Yes. <laughs> How has the Long John's Index changed since you started? So, and not, I mean, we've talked a little bit about yeah. how it changed when it was on the Edmontonian, yeah. but then what? Uh, it's well the, the the kind of the the, the format actually kind of changes a little bit every year. So so the the general the general concept is basically is kind of looking to see what the weather is like in, you know, in every major city across Canada. Like I do, I kind of focus on Alberta a little bit more than everywhere else, but um, and kind of assigning just kind of like a long joint index number. Um, but how I kind of report it's changed quite a bit. So in the in the early days, I would actually spend like half an hour t- like tweeting. And filling up people's timelines with actually doing it like Edmonton, this is your Long John Index. You know, here Calgary, here's your Long John Index, and kind of making you know, making a little joke, making fun of. It. I used to do that for every city. Wow. So, so that, originally I did that, and but on the website I just put just kind of just like a little like a little chart of yeah. like here's the Long John Index in the morning, here's the Long John Index in the afternoon. That was it. The last couple of years have started to tweak that. So last year I actually introduced these kind of like kind of goofy kind of weather maps. So kind of a, a play on. The weather maps you see on the evening news of like here's the highs and lows and it was basically just kind of so I would do that but instead of writing highs and lows I just kind of like make fun of what the weather was like in that particular region. Right. So I started doing that last year and it was mostly mostly just to kind of add a graphic to every blog post on the website because there's really nothing graphical to go on the website. Yeah. Um, but that's kind of really taken off and a lot of people like those and share those and stuff like that. Um, and so kind of what I'm doing now is I'm I'm not I'm not really doing the the like the city by city. Like individual tweet, um, I'll, I'll still group them. I'll, I'll still group them on, on like on on the website, and I'll maybe on. And my, kind of what I'm doing now is saying, okay, you know, here's everywhere with a long joint index of one. Here's everywhere with a long joint index of two, and kind of grouping them that way. I'm still kind of like trying trying to find that kind of that perfect kind of combination of of what's the best way for Twitter engagement. What's what's also what's most fun for me, but also how do we get a little more fun into the into the blog as well? Because there's there's a difference. In and how you view it, how uh, you're, you get a different long joint index experience versus the blog versus the Twitter versus the Facebook, right? And they're all a little bit different. So, yeah. try, still trying to find a way to make sure that to bring some of the fun from Twitter into the blog and into into the Facebook. And what kind of traffic do you get? The funnest thing about the long joint index is that for the attention it gets, it's completely disproportionate to the amount of like website traffic I, uh-huh. I get. <laughs> so, like on on a on a good day, like like it was really cold this earlier this week. Yeah. So, like Wednesday Thursday. I can see from like from like Facebook and like Twitter stats that like ten I think seven or eight thousand people saw like the post with like the with the weather map that day. Yeah. Between the two platforms, the website did about four hundred people right. that day. So nothing crazy, but it's always if I do like maybe say like a like a big like media interview because I'll tend to do like a CBC hit or something every year. If I do something big, I'll get a lot of people to the website that day. A little bit less the next day, and then that's kind of it. So, right. So yeah, so it's definitely it doesn't get a lot of traffic, and I actually had. And I think year two or three of doing this, I was actually approached by um, an apparel company. We're like, hey, we found this thing. We think it's really, really great. And they're like, you know, what's your web traffic like? And I'm like, I get 100 people a day. And they're just like, good work. Just you keep at it. <laughs> like, you know, so it's kind of like, and I'm like, oh, like if I had told them like, I, yeah, I'm getting like 50,000 people a day. I'm like, would they shower me with like riches and free giveaways or something like that? But yeah. So, uh, I yeah. think they missed the boat. Well, they they could have got on the Long John Index train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> you so that's, that's okay. <laughs> what surprised you most about the response to it? Um, I'm surprised. I'm I'm still kind of shocked, just kind of like at at the reach that it'll get. So like when I when I first launched it, I was surprised as how many 
like weather people, like meteorologists kind of like took to it. So I was getting a lot of retweets and tweets from Josh Clausen from CTV, people at the Weather Network, that sort of stuff. That's kind of surprised me. It was like, oh, geez, I'm getting like a lot of people are kind of talking about this or at least tweeting about it and that sort of stuff. I, I'm surprised as how many times it's, I've, I've been on the news for it. I've been doing this long enough now that every year we'll get that cold snap. Like it'll get like to minus 30 in January. And then so to add kind of like that, you know, just a, a fun piece about the news. I'll get a call from like a CBC or a global and do something like that. So, so that still surprises me just because it's kind of like, okay. Like it's, it's, <laughs> so, but yeah, but I, but I think the other thing that surprised me is just how, like I get tweets and stuff and, and people from like, from all over Canada. Like it's not like it's very, it comes out at 7am Edmonton time, which means it's like noon in, you know, the Atlantic or, you know, you know, it's already late morning in, in Eastern Canada. Yeah. But I get tweets and I'll get like comments and stuff from everywhere, from all parts of the country. So I think that's that's that to me that's the coolest part. How much time does it take you in a day during long john season? I, I spend about I usually spend about thirty to forty five minutes in the morning. So usually what I'll do is I'll is I'll, is I'll wake up, I'll I'll take a look at the weather and I'll start kind of like figuring out what I want to do with the weather map. By the time I've like, you know, created the weather map, put it on the blog post. Um, it's a, I've, I've kind of honed it down to about 35, 45 minutes, and that's about as much as I think I can take before completely torching my morning or getting up at like four. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so I usually get up just before six to start this stuff. And then like throughout the day, like, you know, just tweeting back at people or responding to tweets and or things on Facebook and that sort of stuff. So um, just kind of like little bits throughout the day. So now, now that it's winter, winter outside, about, usually about 45 minutes, like Monday to Friday. So you have to be funny on demand then, right? You have to like schedule funny because the graphic is funny and it's yeah. always different. Do yeah. you have any trouble with that or you just Not, like it just pours the, out? The, the, honestly, the, the, the way with the weather map especially is like I just, I know I have to start, if I can start with one joke, like if something, all I need is one thing to like make fun of that has to, that looks kind of weird at like how the weather looks at 6 a.m. in Canada on, right. on a morning. And if I can get that one thing, then the rest kind of flows through. Yeah. So it's almost like a little bit of a creative writing process where you just kind of like just start with one thing and then everything else kind of comes. So um, I can tell you that when by the time we get to like February, March, that's when it starts getting <laughs> difficult. I get these comments because I'll, I'll generally shut down the long gen index usually before, about March 31st. But, you know, we still get, we'll still get still into April. Yeah. So I'll just get these, why are you still going? And I'm like, because I got nothing left. There's nothing <laughs> left in the tank. I've been doing this every day since mid-November. And by March, it's like, well, there's so many... So many it's cold jokes you can possibly make, but you're just kind of like, okay, now I'm starting to struggle. Yeah. So yeah. So early on, it's okay. I'm fresh, but usually like February, March is when it starts getting like, okay, the well's getting dry. Yeah. Did you start this Long John Index later than usual this year because we didn't really get winter weather? Yeah. Until yeah. I'll, I'll typically like I kind of I've I've kind of learned through doing it that no one wants to see the Long John Index in September right. or August. <laughs> so first couple of years, I was kind of like, oh, I should be rigid about when I when I should start like. November 1st to this day. And I'm kind of like, kind of settled, like, no, it's only going to be funny if the weather's bad. Yeah. This year I did start a little bit later. Like I was kind of just, you know, when it started to get a little bit cold, like started to get freezing overnight and stuff like that. Okay, maybe start putting out a tweet or two. But then it wasn't until it was like, like this week has been kind of back to full power just because it's been cold, it's been snowy. Um, and yeah, so it's kind of like, I just kind of think treat it as kind of something season like a ski hill. Right. It's, there's no snow on the ground. It's not cold enough. You ain't skiing, so that's right. <laughs> yeah, and, and again, no one wants no one wants to see the Long John Index when it's still when it's still green out. There's been a movement in Edmonton to kind of rehabilitate our attitude towards winter. Yep. Just 
occurred to me when you said what the weather is bad. Yeah. Because Glenn Kubish actually recently wrote a blog post where he was mad at Siri for calling minus 14 bad. Oh, okay, minus yeah. 14 isn't yeah, actually yeah. bad compared to how much worse it could be. Yeah. Has that, effect, has that seeped into you at all? Uh, yeah, definitely. Because I think part of the whole point of the Long John Index, I think if there's an underwriting theme of the whole thing, is that it's not that bad. A, it's not that bad, and B, it's not that new. Yeah, <laughs> and I think and so and, and one of the things I've always tried to express is that is 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 like that joke of like people are always shocked. Oh, I can't believe it's winter. Well, it's it's late November. We live in northern Canada, or in northern Alberta ish. Yeah. The whole kind of point of it is to have some fun with it, to just kind of throw some humor in it and say, you know, it's it's not that bad. It's something that we're, we're no one no one likes being cold, but we have winter jackets. We can do winter activities. You know, we can stay inside and read books or whatever it is, it's like it's not the end of the world. Yeah. Because it does it does seem, especially as, as as kind of society evolves kind of with social media, that it's sort of like, it's almost like there is almost like that weather hysteria has kind of grown a little bit as well, where it's like people are just lose their minds when it's minus 10 and there's snow on the ground. And it's kind of like, well, this isn't, this isn't new. I mean, we've, we've experienced this. If you've lived in Alberta for more than a year, you know this happens. Yeah. It's nothing new, and you've also you've survived it every year previous. <laughs> so yeah, so I think it is trying to you know, and I'm, and I'm actually happy to see like other things like Winter City, Edmonton, and that sort of thing. Just sort of saying, you know, let's celebrate it. It's, yeah. Let's have some fun with it. It's here. Don't complain. Just you can. Well, you can still complain, but just like have some fun with it. If this could be your day job, what do you want it to be? Uh, I would say yes. If it would, I think. I, I, what I've kind of learned kind of from doing something like this and especially watching some of the other like blogs and other creative things in, in Edmonton is that there's this kind of, there's this line that says, okay, I can put this much time and effort into it and it still be fun. But then there's for me to kind of like, to kind of generate money from it, I need to like add X and exponential amount of work to it. If I could somehow like kind of incrementally do that, because there, there are things I'd like to do with it. Like, you know, instead of, you know, maybe that 35 minutes in the morning, you know, I could spend... If it, if, it, if it was something I would like do, like can make a living out of it, I maybe would be waking up earlier so I could do, okay, Atlantic Canada, here's something for you at 7 a.m. your time. Okay, right. Ontario, here's something at 7 a.m. your time as opposed to just, you're all in Edmonton time. Yeah. So I think so. And I think it would just allow me to do kind of more things. So yeah, so I think if some, if 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 the, somehow the moons aligned itself and it was like, okay, you can, you can do this and make a living out of it, quit your job, I probably would. <laughs> You also have a really interesting uh, presence on Instagram. You use Instagram to kind of workshop your 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 art, your yeah. drawing. Yeah. Why did you start doing that? It was actually a confidence exercise, believe it or not. I've actually been a cartoonist longer than I've done anything in my anything else in my life. I've been doodling since as early as I can remember. Um, I had a comic strip in high school with my small town newspaper in bigger Saskatchewan. And then I and then I made this mistake where I, I actually went to university for art and it oh. kind of wrecked me for drawing for a oh. number of years. Where it's just kind of like you just you learn the proper way to draw and then you, you know, if you're a cartoonist, you're like, well I don't draw that way. Like I don't follow any of these rules. So it's a couple of years ago where I, Instagram was coming up and I thought I wanted to try it. And I'm like, and I was just kind of posting pictures and I'm like, I should just like post drawings. And it actually, I actually had to kind of push myself to do it. I'm like, I'm going to draw this. I'm not, I don't really think it's all that great, but I'm going to post it and see what people and people like, people liked it and stuff like that. It's kind of a way for me to kind of track my progress or experimenting with different things with cartooning or funny group photos and stuff like that. But just sort of, yeah, just, just, it's an, it's an outlet for, I guess, that side of me just to say, you know, here's, here's, here's a picture of Gambit I drew or Wolverine. Right. Yeah. And in your day job, you're in sales and marketing. Does this creative activity that you have inform that and vice versa? It's weird because it actually uses different sides of my brain. You can't have one without the other. 
So, you know, so for example, if, you know, if you've got all this stuff going on at work and you need sort of this part of your brain to kind of take care of customers and stuff like that, but then, you know, you need that break, right? You need to like, you need to rest that side of your brain. So I think that's when doing a long gen index or bringing out a sketchbook at lunch and doing a quick sketch. It's almost like this kind of like this balance of here's work, here's work brain, here's creative brain. And, you know, it allows, it kind of allows the other to kind of strengthen a little bit. So they kind of work in tandem. Yeah. So I I wouldn't say I use like my cartooning with, um, you know, with my sales job at all, but it definitely, it's like, okay, when I need like a, I need just a a nice funny man just to relax at lunch, sketchbook, doodle, or check to see what's going on online, you know, make fun of some city because it's snowing out (laughs) and, you know, just go from there. What's next for you? That's a good question. Um, so I've, I've kind of put it out that I'm, that I, I, I'm kind of working on a, a book for the Long John Index. And it's just, kind of, it just kind of like a little like e-book. The idea is that it's good, like, here's the Long John Index Guide to Winter. Yeah. So it would cover things like dressing for winter, why you should wear gloves or mitts instead of gloves, you know. Yeah. Um, that sort of thing. And again, just in the same sort of tone, but just kind of like really kind of goofy, kind of funny sort of thing. I've been kind of spending some time on that this week, and I think, okay, what what is next, right? Because mm-hmm. it seems it seems with with creative projects, there's one always leads into the other. Part of me right now is trying to figure out kind of what to do with these weather maps because right. because these weather maps have almost become a thing unto themselves. Yeah, that get a lot of traffic, a lot of shares, that sort of thing. So I'm trying to think, okay, so what do I do with that? Does that translate? One of the questions I will get every year is like, hey, why don't you do a summertime thing, mm. um, like a summertime weather? mosquito index or something right, like that. Right. So I, and I've always kind of had like an idea for that, but it's always kind of been locked away. But it's always kind of been like, by the time I get to March again, because I'm, I'm so tired of yes. the long gen index <laughs> at that point. So I'm trying to think, you know, maybe does that does that weather map thing transit, you know, can A, can I keep doing that in the summer as for something to do? B, can I do it for other countries? Right. Just to say, okay, here's a funny weather map for England. Yeah. For yeah. kicks. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, so it, you know, but it's that's kind of the fun is you as you dabble and you experiment and you kind of see what happens. But I think for now, like the long gen index, it's still fun. I still have fun with it. It's fun to interact with people, and so that'll keep going for now. And we'll just kind of see what else comes out there down the road. Excellent. Well, uh, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to hear the other blogs and podcasts and other online goodies you like. Sure. This episode of Seen and Heard in Edmonton is brought to you by Songs for Terrible Children, the new album from songwriter Ben Spencer. It's satire for children, and it really works. Plus, it's completely listenable for parents, as you can hear on this song, You and I Are Different and It Terrifies Me. You and I are different and it terrifies me. What else could I say that would clarify this feeling of being not the same in body and in brain? Oh, you and I are different and it terrifies me. At the supermarket, I saw two men holding hands. Holding hands is terrifying, don't you think, my friend? You'll find the same blend of silly and serious on all of the tracks on Songs for Terrible Children, available on iTunes or in CD form from Ben Spencer. I love this album, and I think you will too. Learn more at terriblesongs.com. I say that we clarify this feeling of being not the same in body and brain. We're back with Colin. So what local blogs and podcasts are you into? I would say uh, my favorite I think for blogs, I think um, uh, obviously Mac Mail, Master Mac, um, just because I find like he's 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 so in tune with lots of like local like you know things happening in the news, things happening in Edmonton media, which is kind of fun to kind of keep track of. But it's like I almost get a lot of like my Edmonton news from 
something he's putting out, whether it's the blog or Share Edmonton or that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so I think that's thing. Um, other blogs I read is I've, I've been, you know, as, as I've been listening to uh, this podcast called Seen and Heard, I've been actually just <laughs> discovering all these different things. But um, Dave Bird I've been enjoying, yeah. um, which has kind of been fun. Um, uh, I've been, I took part in a, a photo challenge from Lindsay McNeil from... Um, Scream Queen B. Yeah, Scream Queen B. Um, where she put this kind of uh, Halloween photo challenge. So actually, I kind of drew a picture for the photo challenge. Nice. And we've actually, I actually, she was actually guest on on the CJSR radio show I used to be on. This and is making whoopee. Yeah, making whoopee. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Which I, it kind of kind of birthed the Long John Index in a way as in a well. But yeah. um, I've been reading her blog as well, um, just because it's, and it's just neat just to it's neat just to see. I'm always kind of blown away just by how many kind of like entrepreneurial doers we have in Edmonton. We yeah. have all these people doing things. And every time I go to an event and I talk to people, it's like, oh, I run this competitive yo-yo company or I'm doing this other startup. It's like I'm always blown away by it. So yeah. she And she's super cool. Yeah. Podcasts, I would say not just my favorite Edmonton podcast, but actually my favorite podcast period right now is, and I'm not blowing smoke, but expats. Yes. Expats to me is almost, it's almost the perfect podcast. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the audio is great. The stories are amazing. It's, um, I find it's the perfect length for my commute. It's about like 20, 25 yeah. minutes. Yeah. Um, comes out every couple weeks. So it's like, it's like, it's seriously, it's like one of my favorite things. Mm-hmm. Um, That's Adam Rosenhart. Yeah, Adam Rosenhart's, um, uh, Jay Runham is a little movie news thing, a little yes. four, four minutes short and sweet. Um, I think that's really, really cool. Um, and I like some other things that the Edmonton Journal does, like as far as like the sports thing or like, um, I actually do listen to their sports podcast to read the cult of hockey and Oilers Nation and that yeah. sort of thing. So, um, capital ideas just to kind of keep track of what's going <laughs> on there. So, um, yeah, but there's just, there's, there's, we have a wealth of all this stuff in Edmonton, and yes. it's and it's and it's almost every time like you know you just you hear about something new and you're like oh I want to check that out and it's like okay how do I fit that into my my podcast catcher my my schedule of podcasts I listen to and but there's just so much stuff up there it's it's amazing. I agree. Uh, what advice would you have for someone who wants to start something cool and funny online? Uh, I would say that this I I know I know everyone said this so I'm gonna say just do it. Yeah. Did just I think. Don't it, there's there's a there's a phrase called analysis by paralysis yeah. or paralysis by analysis however yeah. you phrase it, um, just do it and see what happens. I mean you 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 may do it for like uh, for like a week or two or six months or a couple of years. Um, I would say just do it and but also just have fun with it. And I, and I think I think there there is always this kind of this underlying pressure that if you're doing if you're doing any hobby whether it's blogging or a band or cosplay or something like that or art it's like people are like oh well, you're gonna like you know do this as a job and it's like. I think you you sometimes if you can great, but if you but if you most people will never do that and just have fun with it because it's important. You know, obviously, you're doing it because it's important for your your being for yourself. Yeah. And so I would say just if you if you have an idea, go for it, do it, do it for fun. Don't worry about the traffic, don't worry about the proper way to market things. Just do it and have fun, and that's where you'll get the most enjoyment from it. Very sound advice. Don't look at the stats. Just have fun with it. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you so much for talking to me today. Thank you very much for having me. This was a lot of fun. Be sure to visit longjohnindex.ca to make sure you are dressed for the weather wherever you are in Canada and so you can make fun or of or resent people in other parts of Canada, right? Yeah, you can. Yes. <laughs> you can also follow Long John Index on Twitter and search for the Long John Index Service of Canada on Facebook. And you can find Colin himself on Twitter and Instagram at The Collinium. So T H E C O L I N I U M. 
These links and Colin's recommendations will be in the show notes at seenandherdieg.com. Subscribe to my newsletter at seenandherdieg.com for complete coverage of Edmonton's blogs and podcasts. I'm going to take a bit of a break for the holidays so you have an extra long time to savor this one and share it with your friends. And I'll be back on January 3rd. Thanks for listening. Thank you.